Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Abandonment to Divine Providence by Jean-Pierre de Caussade, Book 2, Chapter 4, Section 6, Supernatural Prudence. The soul in the state of abandonment does not fear its enemies, but finds in them useful helps. I fear no more my own action and that of my friends than that of my enemies. There is no prudence so great as that which offers no resistance to enemies and which opposes to them only a simple abandonment. This is to run before the wind, and as there is nothing else to be done, to keep quiet and peaceful. There is nothing that is more entirely opposed to worldly prudence than simplicity. It turns aside all schemes without comprehending them, without so much as a thought about them. The divine action makes the soul take such just measures as to surprise those who want to take it by surprise themselves. It profits by all their efforts and is raised by the very things that are done to lower it. They are the galley slaves who bring the ship into port with hard rowing. All obstacles turn to the good of this soul, and by allowing its enemies a free hand, it obtains a continual service, so sufficing that all it has to fear is lest it should itself take part in a work of which God would be principal, and his enemies the agents and in which it has nothing to do but to peacefully observe the work of God and to follow with simplicity the attractions he gives it. The supernatural prudence of the Holy Spirit. The supernatural prudence of the divine spirit, the principle of these attractions, infallibly attains its end. And the precise circumstances of each event are so applied to the soul without its perception that everything opposed to them cannot fail to be destroyed. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, of mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. What is the best way to think about opposition? Well, remember what the book of Proverbs says. Correct the wise man 
and he will love you. Correct the fool, and he will hate you. Correct the wise man, he will love you. Why? Because the wise man is looking for anything he can to draw him closer to God. And if he's corrected for something, either he knows he needs that, or he knows he would have done that, or he knows that this is a chance to bear something for the Lord. And the wise man will love that person who's trying to do them good. The fool is so full of himself that he can't imagine someone correcting him. How dare he say that to me? Who does he think he is? But why is that foolish? Because what does it matter in the end, honestly? What does it matter what the person says to you? Okay, maybe they're wrong. Yes. Maybe they're slighting you. Yes. But really, deep down, from God's perspective, if they're wrong, they're wrong. How does that hurt us? And so we want to be open to correction. We want to be open to the ability to improve. And this kind of thinking, extended even farther, is what lies behind this chapter about supernatural prudence. Prudence is thinking well about what my options are, thinking well about what the best option, the best course of action is, and then commanding that course of action, putting it into effect, knowing the right thing to do in here and now, and actually being able to bring about that action. Prudence is a kind of practical wisdom. And when we're truly prudent, we truly know how to achieve our sanctification. We truly know how to glorify God. We truly know the best means. That's what prudence is about, the means to an end. The best means for getting to heaven. And ultimately, the state of abandonment gives us the greatest prudence because it's allowing the Holy Spirit himself to guide us by the gift of counsel, giving us this kind of divine prudence that St. Catherine of Siena calls discretion. The greatest means available to us are the ones the Holy Spirit directs us towards. And prudence is not fundamentally about calculating, about manipulating. No, prudence is about finding the best means to being close to God. Finding the best means to draw others to God. And it turns out the best means, especially when we're facing opposition, especially when we're facing people who are opposed to us, who are manipulative themselves, who are trying to work all kinds of angles, the best means is to have the simplicity of Jesus Christ. That is, to be single-minded, not to be complicated, to keep our eyes on God, and to follow what he tells us. We do not fight evil with evil. Be simple as doves, Jesus says. 
and as wise as serpents. That is, we do need to have our eyes open. We do need to be aware that someone might be trying to do something to us. But then the simplicity comes in. Because if God is ultimately in charge, then what they're doing will turn out for my good. Now, if they're trying to do something that is seriously damaging to one's health, or they're seriously going to hurt you in some way, or they're going to, I don't know, put poison in your chalice at mass or something, well, one should make take a moderate amount of concern for one's health. One should love one's neighbor as oneself. One should not put oneself in a certain kind of harm's way if one can avoid it, if one can see it coming. One does not have to allow oneself to be driven crazy, killed or something. We're not talking here about certain kinds of abusive situations which have to be treated separately, I think. But we're talking about situations where there is a kind of opposition, there is a kind of enemy, it seems. And we are tempted to think we got to go do something to undermine it. Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.